0: Welcome back to What's on the Market. I am here today with my friend Sayuko. Hello. Who works for Premium Mortgage. Um, and we were just discussing uh, how long we've known each other. Yeah,
1: it's been so a while. So we're mile. trying to
0: figure out how many years.
1: So I worked at Applebee's in the 90s. I think it was 93, three, four. I think it was. And, and I love the mozzarella sticks. That's yeah, so literally you, what I would order. Right. And you and your family used time. to come in all the time. And I knew your parents. And you guys just come in. And we used to wait. I used to wait and on that you. That was my favorite restaurant. And I'm like 8,000 years old. <laughs> and you were nine or nine. <laughs> <laughs> So, So how long have you been doing mortgages? So I've been doing mortgages since 1998. No, 97. 96. And how did you- I think, I can't remember. It's been so long. I started when I was 12. That's why. No. <laughs> um, it was, Yeah. So what got me started was I moved to Rochester and I had a business degree. I started to go to college, but I didn't finish my business degree because I moved to Rochester. And when I got a job, I needed to work. So I was bartending for a while and waiting tables. And when I thought to myself, well, I really need to get a real job yeah um so i applied for this processing job and i worked at uh, rochester an, another mortgage company as a processor i didn't like it because i'm not a i couldn't i'm a people person yeah so i need to talk to people different you know describe things or whatever you know i i just couldn't sit behind a desk the whole entire time so i got recruited to work at M T and I started there, and that's where all the special things began for me. So I've been doing mortgages since then. I worked at M&T probably for about four or five years. Then I went to a broker with uh, Rochester Area Mortgage Services. I worked there for 10 years. And then now I'm at premium, and I've been at premium for 10 years. Jeez. So, yeah, like I said, I started when I was 12. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I've had
0: a lot. You're like Forrest Gump.
1: Yeah, so. Um,
0: So how many different – jobs are there in a place like like so you start out
1: so i was a so processor like underwriters and stuff yeah like that. so i was a processor um just to get all the loans and stuff to verify different things so as a loan officer i will when i do a verification of employment or verify you know just verifying what you're to get you guys pre-approved for your clients is i ask all kinds of different questions um, I collect all those things as a loan officer, but as a processor, when I supply all those things, that person, my processor, is like a right hand person. So mm-hmm. they collect all the things that I may have forgotten or updated documents, things like that.
0: Is that like Rebecca? Yes, it, okay. that's Rebecca.
1: Rebecca yep. at my right hand yep. person. She's awesome. She, if I don't have her, yeah, like, um, I would, you know, I'd be lost. Sure. Um, so she's, you know, that's what I did at first. But I can't, I'm a people person. I talk to different people. I go to different events, things like that. And that's why I was recruited to work to, at M&T as a loan officer. Mm-hmm. So I Did you know the, my dad then? I think, yes, I did. Actually, your dad was working for, he got recruit. I think he had a company that recruited other people and he wanted us to work with him at one point. Yeah, so I think, he, yes, at one point, yes, I did run across your dad. Yeah, because you know. he
0: did that for like 30 years. Yeah. Yeah
1: really Bob long time dish. my whole yes, life I remember. yeah
0: yeah and actually that's why i ended up at remax plus oh because he knew all the brokers right you know so yeah and then remax you know is partners with yes. premium yep. and we're right down the street from each other so
1: that's great though. at least we do a lot of different business and things like that together but it's weird how our relationship from when we oh, you were and, younger and
0: then noelle and christina and yep.
1: everything so it's like yep. full circle yeah uh, it's meant to be. I know. Isn't that weird? It is weird.
0: It's weird that in my second career, that I come across all these people that it's like came back into my life. That's you awesome, know, and I'm though. working with them. So as a realtor, you you know, you're encouraged to have your team of people. Um, so your attorney, you know, the mortgage people. Um, even inspectors. home inspectors,
1: yeah, some somebody for everything, pretty much. Yeah, homeowners insurance things yep. like that. Yep, I have insurance. groups. Yeah, it's good mm-hmm. to have you know different connections just so that everything is almost like a one-stop shop. Totally. You know, and plus, you know, when you are referring people, you want to make sure that you have confidence in that person. For and that sure. person knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, even when people are, you know, if you're starting out as a loan officer or even a processor or even a, as a real estate agent, you want to have confidence in what you're doing. You know, even if you haven't done it in a long time or you are ha- just starting, if you have that confidence, people won't know. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Um, and there's, you know, like even with mortgages, I've been doing it for so long that there's different guidelines that changes every Constantly, single day. Yeah. So even though I may have known certain things that was done a month ago, it's changed. Obviously, with this COVID situation, yeah, there's so totally. many things that have changed. So, you know, we're always on our toes with different guidelines, you know, different things, you um, you know, with the furloughs and all the other stuff that's going on, that we have to make sure that when we do a pre-approval, hey, are you still working if you're furloughed or if you're, you know, just because you're furloughed or you're not fired, you're not, you know, you're pretty much laid off. So you're getting, you know, money from either unemployment or the government or whatever it is. We really can't close your loan because you're technically not working. Yeah. you know, even though you're still employed, you're not generating an income from there. So that's where we can't use that. Oh, income I w-
0: I was getting nervous on the last closing mm-hmm. that I had because
1: yeah. the other agent was, was like, yeah, for was our client out. that we yeah. had, he was working, but he had his time cut, you know, a yes. little bit, but it wasn't by much. So he's okay. Good. I actually garbage.
0: wondered what happened with that because yeah. the other agent was like, oh my god, this he was no. moving, so right. he's like, oh my god, this is gonna. Be held no, up forever.
1: So, you know, I always make sure that I we verify a lot of things because especially with the COVID situation, you don't know what's going on and you don't want to drop the ball at the last minute. You know, you don't want to be stuck with, oh, you can't close. You know what I mean? Well, I'm
0: seeing houses pop back on market
1: literally constantly. Well, because sometimes so... I had a client, um, not that he didn't lie, he didn't really lie because he was technically working. He has the company itself, Mm -hmm. but it's just that right now it's not running, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But he took it as, am I still employed? Yes, he is employed because it's his company. So it's a little bit how the verbiage is, just, you know what I mean? How it's it's said. But when we do verification, not only do we do the verification, after you close, the lender will do a verification to make sure you are working because there's so many different things that are going on now. Right. Um, but they still do that even if it's not COVID either, just okay. to verify. Just to make sure. Um, because you don't want someone to, you know, have a job and all of a sudden the next day they qu- after they get their mortgage and they close, hey, I'm going to quit my job because I found another job, yeah. you know. Um, and then what happens is a lot of times the, the mortgage company will verify that. So if that's not true and we find out... You know we have to buy back the mortgage because your fault you know everything is not it's fraudulent right, right? even though right. it's not it's you know but it yeah. is um but luckily with that client when we pick that up we're like hey i don't think you're working and you know we need to close on this. What do you want to do? So we basically hopped on. We had his mom co-sign. For oh, him. good. Okay. So we, I so tried to other find options. Solutions. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's never usually a dead end deal. We, mm-hmm. I try to find different things. Hey, do you have a parent, a family member that would co-sign for you, or do you want to put more money down? Yeah. I mean, there's just so many different aspects depending on the individual, and it depends on the product, the mortgage program that you're in. Right. So it's really. You know, it's important for me as a loan officer to know what's really going on with the file, with the person. Just like Rebecca, my processor, same thing. She knows what's going on. So we always have a communication going on. We talk every day. Yeah. You know, we talk about personal stuff and, you know, business stuff, obviously, because, you know, she's been my processor for 10 years. So she's like, one of my being? You know That's what I mean? Awesome. It's hard not That's to good. to be in that asset. She's family. So, yeah. you know, it's awesome. It seems but- like the whole premium team yeah. is like that our processors are awesome our underwriters are awesome we're all in-house which is great so premium mortgages we're a mortgage banker we're not a broker right. um, we basically close everything in premiums name um, we're just not a depository bank that's mm-hmm. the only difference so like with like Wells Fargo or m or whatever you go to um, they are mortgages, but they are also a bank where you could deposit your money and right, stuff. Right. So premium, we're just a mortgage banker itself. So we only um, do mortgages. That's all, uh, That's what our priorities are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we do. So can you do
0: them in other states too?
1: Yes. There are certain states that we can, um, like Florida, Maine, um, Vermont. There's different, bank, uh, different uh, states that we can do that we're licensed in. Okay.
0: Yeah, I remember learning about Florida. Yeah,
1: different rules and regulations. Um, but we do. We have different states, so it just depends on what state you want to do a mortgage in. Sometimes we can, and if we can't do those states, we have a sister company that we refer it to. You know, and vice versa, so Mm -hmm. that they're able to do the same thing for us too as well. I
0: love that.
1: Yeah, it's no, good. it's always
0: easy. It's you know, it's you. pretty much
1: it is who you know and who you trust to help you, you know, navigate your mortgage and your financing and all that in, in that direction. I mean, you know, you have to be knowledgeable and know what's going on with every you know one of your clients or even with you know with the real estate agent. You yeah. have to be in touch with. Well, the number else. one
0: thing you need to do. I mean, if someone comes to me and they're like, "I want to buy a house," well, the very first thing you need to do is get approved. Right. Um, so here, call, say, you go. Um, What's great, get too, is we have in. that app, our, yes, our, our website, is. Our, it's, our app. I'd that say that you guys are innovative,
1: for sure. At, we want to be with the times, even though sometimes I'm old and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't figure <laughs> it out, you know. But, but it's so much easier because
0: when I go through other companies, it's like, all right, do I bother this person at 10 p.m. on a Sunday night for a letter? But I need it because right. the market right now, it's right. like, we got to get this in now. Right.
1: Um, that's why everyone just so should I love use premium to... mortgage or myself. <laughs> you know, that's how it works. That's how it is. And we all do. Yes. <laughs> it, yes, it should be that way. It is, it's It's <laughs>
0: definitely an easy process. You guys are very, very
1: easy to work with. And um, what makes it great, too, for us, I mean, not, I mean, I feel like I'm really definitely tweeting my own horn, but there's other people, too. But what's great is that we're locally owned. Yeah. And we're in-house and we're all here. So if something goes wrong or something may happen like with that closing I was telling you earlier they were supposed to close on a Friday we found this out on Tuesday we got everything done within 24 hours and we were still able to close well and so, not only
0: that but some like for offers that I put in I know there's a lot of people that it's people put it right on the MLS like other you know listing um, agents and things like that it says you Know, must be a local company right. that you get your
1: mortgage through. I mean, I, I had heard all the stuff with Rocket Mortgage, and it's really hard with you when you go outside to like a bigger bank sometimes that you're not able well, you're to using get a hold all of these people, people and, you don't know, yeah, right. And at least if you know someone that's in the business that you trust, you could call that person and yeah. go, Hey, what's going on? Can you tell me yeah. or whatever it is? Um, but like I said, what's great about our app is that they can you know, go in and they can see what's going on with their, you know, information. So if you're a client, you know, we set you up right away where if you get a pre-approval, you get your pre-approval letter Mm -hmm. as you start the process. Um, Once the appraisal is ordered, everyone gets a notification. So what's going, so everyone knows what's going on. Mm -hmm. They're not in the dark, you know, and knowledge is power. That's how I look at it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you know things and, and you're up, you know, one up, and, well, and this is the most important decision of a lot of people's lives. Right, so you're making knowing a where huge your decision. money is going. Absolutely, yeah. you know, it's not like you're just buying, you know, a, a cell phone for you know a thousand bucks. You're it's a lot of a zeros lot of behind it. <laughs> yeah, a Definitely. lot of zeros behind it. Definitely. So they should sure. feel comfortable.
0: And I'd say that a lot of my clients, like I have a lot of first time homebuyers, they feel so much more comfortable coming and talking
1: to you about their finances than. Someone they don't know. Right. And, uh, you know, you want to make people feel comfortable, too, of how, you know, you ask them, so what is your goal? What would you like to do? Yes, ultimately buying a house. But so how much money do you have? What can you do? You have enough money to put down. Are you saving? You know, what's the so those are the things that I ask for. I I don't automatically assume you're going to be, you know, make, you know, buy a house for one hundred fifty thousand or two hundred or whatever it is. Everyone has different budgets. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Everyone has different likes and dislikes and tastes and different things like that. So my job is to narrow that down. And what do you, what is your budget? What do you want to be in? What are your comfortable, you know, what's your comfortable payment? Um, how much money do you have? You know, just things like that. Do you want um, a fixer-upper? Do you want <laughs> a, um, a, a turnkey house where everything is done for right, you? Right. I mean, there's just certain, you know, like with me, I'm a single mom. My house, I want... If I'm gonna move, I, wanna, to go. I I can't. I mean, I'm. Yeah. I can, I'm lucky. I could even put newer a newer everything button. too. Right. Yeah. Just because you know, there's certain expectations of what people have, and you know, you want to set goals for that person and what they want to do. You know, just like our one of our clients that we have. You know, do you want to fix her or? Do you not want to fix it yeah. up or do you wanna, you know, turnkey? Well, you know?
0: and premium also has somebody there that can help with credits. Mm-hmm. And, right? So you could so get I on also a plan. do that too. Meaning like okay. we do
1: have someone that will um Get you credit. on like a budget right.
0: or whatever for but, your goals. But
1: it's not even the budget. So they'll take a look at it and see like, hey, you know, you were late on this and, you know, we we need to make sure you pay it you know, on time and, you know, let's give it six months. So, yeah. you know, you could take a look at someone's credit and say, this is what you need to do to move forward and bring your credit scores up. Mm-hmm. And these are the things that we will help you with. But, you know, you have to – that party also has to be willing to do it because you can yeah. bring the horse to the water. But well, if they yeah. don't drink it, you're yeah. like, oh, <laughs>
0: and i feel like also a lot of people have no idea what to expect right like of course most people want to buy a house i'm sure it's like part of life for a lot of people you know um to own a home is a dream so you know the american dream right yeah so and honestly the first time i did it, i had no clue what i was doing half the things like i was finding documents that i never thought i'd ever have to look at again you know so you definitely need to have someone local and yeah. that can sit down and explain it to you, I think. Because I spend a lot of time with my clients making sure they're comfortable and explaining as much as I can to them. Right.
1: Um, like I said, so knowledge is good, power. So really. at least you know what's going on. Right. You can kind of move forward on what you want to do. Yeah. Absolutely. So how long has Premium been around? Premium's been around since 1999. And they started here? Here in, in Rochester. Rochester yeah. Okay. Yeah. Been around for a while which is great. And probably grown a ton. Oh, we've grown a ton. Yeah. So we have offices out in Buffalo, Syracuse, Albany. Um, like I said, we have a sister, you know, sister um, company um, in Pennsylvania. We just have so many different places that we can go to. Um, we can also work remotely too. So if I move to Florida, I could still work from Florida and do mortgages in Rochester if I need to, New York State or anywhere else, So, which is great. All right, so I have a couple questions, just for the
0: general public. Like, so I've decided I want to buy a house. I don't want to rent anymore. I come talk to you. What do I need to bring you? Like, what are some documents, or what are some things that you're, you're
1: you need? My taxes. Yeah. So there are a couple things. things that a bunch need, of yep. stuff. So I'll need two. Depending on you know programs and things like that generally we collect um, two years of taxes two years of w2s currently um, 30 days worth of pay stubs 60 days worth of bank statements so we just verify to make sure that there's funds in your account um you know if there's any large deposits um, we just need to know where they came from those need to be documented um just because banks need to know where the money's coming from it's not you know, right. they don't like cash because there's really nowhere it came where it yeah, came from there's, it's not traceable so then, so, if it
0: was a gift from, some, let's say, you know, your, your parents, parents give them mm-hmm. give you twenty grand because they know that this is what you want, um, so we you would need ask, to prove that. Yep. So we documents. would have them,
1: you know, we would definitely prep our clients. So if someone comes up to me and says, "Well, we're going to get twenty thousand from our parents," okay, well, a lot of times parents don't want to disclose their bank statements. Right. So depending on the program that they're on, the whatever the client is in, it, the the paperwork could change. So like, for instance, like if you're buying a conventional mortgage and your parents want to give you $20,000, we would need a canceled check to prove that the funds were in, you know, they had the funds. Okay. And sometimes we need a letter from the bank saying that the funds were in the account. Okay. But sometimes we'll just take the canceled check to prove that the money was in the account. Okay. Also, like with FHAs, um, what we do is they'll need a 30-day bank statements from the donor to verify that they had the funds in their account. Okay. So if there's any large deposits in their account, they'll kind of nitpick it. So we we basically prep our clients prior to to let them know if you're going to get it from your parents.
0: I they... remember my dad always telling me these stories, like you know, some people would come here and they couldn't prove anything. Right. It's just all of a sudden there'd be this huge sum of money yeah. in their account. He's like, um... <laughs> where
1: did they come yeah. from? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, but I you don't know, know what though, thing times have changed. because oh, yeah. back in the day, um, you know, you could ver- you know, we could do mortgages for. $12 if your income was $12. So if you had like great credit scores, yeah. you know, we can verify interest and it's twelve or thirteen dollars, we can do your mortgage. It was it was the craziest but that time. That was crazy. Yeah. Like you're going from I used to handwrite applications to, hey, you only need $12 in your account, you know, you know, one dollar per month, or just because your credit scores were great. Yeah. You know, bang, bang, bang. Everything was quick. And then when the Mortgage crisis happened, you know, that was because, you know, they were lending everyone money, even with people who have bad credit. Um I mean, some too people much have, money. Right. Some people have um, bad credit. It's not because they're mismanaging money. Sometimes that they, well, student loans, things like that. Yeah. And it's not even bad credit. It's just sometimes you're not able to afford it because of the economic things that are happening or right. whatever it is. But. They lend out money to everyone mm-hmm. so then when they weren't able to pay it because there had they had an arm mortgage which is an adjustable mortgage yeah. and when the time came up they weren't able to refinance the mortgage so now the rate would jump up so we would always tell people if you're going to an adjustable mortgage just make sure you know what that payment could jump up to just in case well a lot of time would it
0: jump that high well, Weird, you're going like from, like, 3% affordable. to,
1: like, 6 mm-hmm. and then, you know, the payment was more, and they weren't able to handle it because we qualified them with $12 a month. You know <laughs> what I mean? So they're not able to afford They're like, yeah, we got dreams. We'll figure it yeah. out. And, then, you know, it doesn't happen. So hence the crisis. Yeah. So now we verify everything. So it's like, you know, we want your first child, you know, right. your firstborn, you know. We need documentation to verify everything. So, you know like I said, if you explain to people, it's not like it was before. We just need to verify certain things. You know, it may sound like it's redundant, but it is what it is. Yeah. You know, I always tell my clients, you know, you're buying, you're borrowing thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands what do they, what do people of dollars. Expect? Yeah. So if the bank says, Hey, I want to see your bank statement, where would the money Get come from? Mm, well, you know, think of it this way. If you, if I want to borrow money from you, you're going to want, like, hey, so how are you going to repay me? What right. kind of job do you, are you working? Like, you know, you want to know because you want your money back. Bank yeah. is the same thing. You well, want to yeah. know what's going on. So you're that able to pay sense that back.
0: To me. So back to mortgages, can you just a quick
1: synopsis of like what, type of, like
0: what is a conventional loan? I guess what would make, well, it, make I think up a conventional loan?
1: Conventional loan is generally like 5% down. It's, um, a little quick and easy sometimes. Um, the... Is that the most common? I'd say I see it a lot. It de- it really depends on different on people. On the situations yeah, and situations, the times even in the absolutely. rates. Absolutely. Yeah. It depends on the situation, the circumstances that you're in. Sometimes you may not have that much money to put down, so we go FHA. Mm-hmm. Or depending on where you want to live, if you want to live the outskirts, there's like USDAs where it's a rural housing where mm-hmm. there's certain – you know, income limits that you can buy, that's a hundred percent financing, so there's no down payment. So the only money you're really coming up with is some closing costs and taxes. Right. And sometimes if you're able to get the sellers to help pay part of your closing cost, you may not even come up with barely any money to close. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on the person's circumstances. You know, we have VA loans, which is hundred percent financing, um, with premium mortgage. Mike Donahue is a veteran, so he doesn't charge any like application fees and things like that. Um, just because he was a veteran mm-hmm. and he wants it's to honor way of all giving the veterans. Yep, it's yeah. giving back.
0: That's awesome. Um, so- now do those actually take longer to
1: close? I've nope, actually never they done don't. a VA loan. Okay. No. Nope. Um, everything is the same timeline. Um, we basically close all our mortgages again at premium mortgage. So we have underwriters that are, um, VA approved, FHA approved, conventional USDA. So different, um, underwriters that we have. So it's not any longer or shorter. It has nothing to do with that. Um, sometimes if mortgages take a little bit longer, it's either, um, they're trying to get together their income to qualify Mm -hmm. or, you know, they need to find out where they need to get more extra or get extra money, or it could be just different circumstances, or the appraisal could is delayed. The attorney or, or something. The attorney could. Um, the title. The title like is not in yet. Always. Yeah. Things like that. Mm-hmm. But we, as premium mortgage, um, on our pre approvals, we write to all the attorneys. We've loaned, uh, told all the attorneys that when you see a pre approval from premium mortgage, start the title process because that takes the longest. Mm-hmm. So, at least that gets going right away when the pre-approval starts. Um at least that way once you get a commitment letter, it's already the title's already in. And if they want to close right away, we have that done. Yep. Um but if for some reason that title work is done and the then the deal falls through and there's a fee for that, premium mortgage will pay for that. Just because we have every confidence in our pre-approval, mm-hmm. um that's why we do it.
0: I we want to make that. sure,
1: yeah, we want to make sure if you see a pre-approval from premium mortgage from any one of us in our office, yeah. it's gold. Yeah, It's literally that paper is gold because you know you're going to close on it. Yeah, You know, we always guarantee that. I mean, obviously, sometimes if it doesn't close, it's either because someone lost their job. I mean, it's, it's out of premiums control. Right. If it's within premiums control, we're going to try to make it work. I love that. And if we can't make it work, we always try to find another lender or another avenue because We don't even though we may not be getting the business, but we're giving it to someone else, but that we're still helping that client get into the house. Mm -hmm. So even though it it may not have been us before different circumstances may have happened, we may send it to someone else, but they're closing on the house. Mm -hmm. That's the number one priority is to get the customer service to make sure that ultimately we do the fine job to help them out.
0: Yeah, I'd say I see that. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) All right. So, um
1: what is PMI? PMI is private mortgage insurance. So, if you don't have 20% down or more, you have to pay PMI. It's basically you're insuring the bank that you're not going to um default, default on the mortgage. Yeah. But we also have depending on what your credit scores are, we also have where you could buy out the PMI. Mm-hmm. I generally like to encourage my clients to buy the PMI out, depending on um, credit scores and things like that. So if your credit scores are lower, um, buying the PMI is not a factor. They don't like that. It depends on the credit scores um, that they'll allow. So if the credit scores are a little bit below what the threshold is, you'll just end up paying the monthly PMI Mm -hmm. to do that. But if you are able to do the buyout PMI, it's best because at least you could buy it out. And you don't have and to don't pay have to that monthly payment yeah. that's higher. Sometimes right, it could right. be higher by twenty to hundred bucks a month, yeah. and that can make or break a you know a for payment. Sure. Definitely. So I mean, like I said, I mean it's it, there's but like with VA, there's no PMI. Yeah. Um, USDA has little PMI. It's you know it just depends. Um, FHA. So FHA changed their rules. PMI is for the life of the loan. Oh geez. Yeah. So but can you,
0: you okay, so that's where I was going with this. Can you refinance Absolutely. It and does premium absolutely. refinance?
1: Yes, we do refinances, okay. we do purchases, we do rehab loans, yep. we have first time homebuyers programs like Sunny Mays. And actually
0: the first time homebuyer program with you guys is better than there's a lot of people that come to me saying, like, oh, we want we want to do the first time homebuyers program the past like five years um through the state
1: or whatever. Right. It so is. Sunny May is a state program. Um what what's nice about that is there's different types of sunny maze. There's like for veterans too, there's mm-hmm. also first time homebuyers. Um we also have a renovation loan um with them and it's for first time home buyers. So what what And they, what qualifies a first time home buyer? buyer. Yeah. yeah. So if you haven't if you've done your taxes for three years consecutively for three years and you haven't owned a home okay. then you're considered a first time home buyer. I love that. Yeah. So, at least it gives people the opportunity that they're do, renting yeah. or whatever, yeah. and then they become first time homebuyers. They can take advantage of that. Low interest rates. Yeah. Um, again, money that,
0: back at closing.
1: It could be money back at closing. It just depends on
0: the person. Depends. Uh, yeah, depends on what on they the, want. Yep. So, when you meet with clients, what's what's the most common thing people are worried about that they're asking you?
1: Am I going to be approved? Oh, because it know, probably is nerve wracking. It's, it's nerve-racking. very nerve wracking. Yeah. Absolutely, like you're you know. essentially
0: judging them. Like, can right. you do this? And it's or not, not
1: even judging them. Uh, um, you're just basically, you know, getting their information of what their expectations are, of what they want. So basically, okay. what you're doing is you're basically trying to make sure that they're in within qualifying that they can afford the house. Yeah. So you may have like you know a champagne taste and all this so, but uh, you might have like a little bit of a beer budget you know what I yeah. mean so I have to work with that beer budget to figure <laughs> out can you buy the Taj Mahal right but that Taj Mahal might be the Taj Mahal that you need to buy so like yeah. you know what I mean like we could put them in the you know just to figure out what they need to to, to buy in that aspect I'll figure that out for them I
0: that.
1: you know it, because you don't want to you know spend I mean I'm just using a, a, a number but you know you want to buy a house and if you only can pay $1,000 a month and you buy a $400,000 house, obviously it's not going to work because the payment, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have to come back down to reality and say, okay, so if you want, you know, if you're making this much money and you can only afford $1,000, here's 150000 you need to look mm-hmm. at. You know, just so, so that everyone's on the same page and no one gets, you know um, shocked at the end. Um, but people are more scared. Do you think I'm going to get approved with what I have? You know, then that's my job to say, let me take a look and see. Right. And then if it works out, it's even better, Yeah, you know, and depending on what town they go to, the taxes could be higher, it could I be know. lower. Or if you do hundred percent financing, since you don't have that much money in the process, um, you might be able to afford a little bit more, you know, so it just depends on the person, the circumstances and where they want to go, and what products they are. So you kind of have to wear different hats yeah. to figure out what that is for the client, which I love because every person is different. So you may say, hey, Sayuko, what's your circumstance? Yeah. It's completely different from yours. You right, know what I mean? Right. Um, or you may say, Sayuko, I got a rate of you know 3%, and my friend got a rate of 2.625. Yeah. Well, it could be the market. You know, the rates change daily. I was going to
0: ask you. So, what's been going on with the rates since COVID? Well,
1: it's gone down. Yeah. Um, considerably.
0: But like, like a ton.
1: So before this, I think the rate was between three point eight seven five and four and an eighth. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but now it's come down, depending on credit scores, things like that. Obviously, um, it I've seen thirty year mortgages come to two point eight seven five. It's crazy. Even 275. It's, it's, it again, it depends on the circumstances if you're putting more money in. those, down. are they
0: adjustable right now? Nope, no, those are all those fixed are... rates.
1: And sometimes the 15 year is, you know, uh, 2.625. But again, circumstances, yeah. different programs, you know, what you're in, um, it just really depends.
0: That's crazy. Yeah.
1: But the rates are great. Um, refinancing, even purchasing. Some people may say, you know, if, if I could pay the same amount, I might buy a, a bigger house. Mm-hmm. Or I might just refinance and do a 15-year if, if if it's equivalent to my 30-year mortgage. Right. So it depends on the circumstances. Some people may say, I don't want to refinance. You know what? I think I want to buy a better house. If I could pay the same amount of mortgage and I could buy a bigger house, I might do that because the interest well, yeah. rates are so low. Why not? So that's beneficial for you. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. So they can buy houses, things like that.
0: Would you say anything slowed down at all for you? Guys? No.
1: No, no, it's still crazy, which is Rochester is really great because the, we don't really jack up the market so much higher. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yes and no, because sometimes it depends on where you go. Sometimes the, you know, a lot of the real estate agents might just, do it as par might meaning like if the house is really worth assessed for 200,000, but you could really sell it for 250. Sometimes you might just say, Hey, let's try to sell it for 240. And you never know someone might want, you know, because there's the reason why the housing market and the numbers are, you know, the, the purchase prices sometimes are hiked up a little bit is because there's no inventory. Absolutely. People are not selling their houses or, you know, they want to stay put, but they want to buy a house first before they sell theirs, which they really should sell their house and, and then, then buy like because her. at least there's, it opens their house. Yeah. And then yep. you're buying another. So if you keep doing that, everyone will have inventory, you would think. But it's
0: funny that people ask me, too, all the time. Like, when's the best time to sell? When's the best time to buy? Yeah. I'm like, all the time right? in Rochester? Mm-hmm. Really? Um, I mean, then again, some of the best deals that we've gotten are probably in the wintertime. but because yeah, people don't want yeah, or 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 to move. Or school, you know. They, they don't, Yeah, they don't want to move during the, the school year
1: or yeah move their kids um but sometimes even if they move they might still stay in the same yeah, town very, so the very school well district could. doesn't yeah. change mm-hmm. so that's another thing that people like to do yeah like,
0: people are definitely doing that I, I would say nothing is slowed down here
1: no i don't see it um, i'm still busy it's
0: just it's like weird now i guess a little awkward the whole can you go see the house can you not like right send I your think clients the... in you're not really it's, weird it's because... all virtual but then again, you know, some people still
1: are able to go in. Oh yeah,
0: you know. But I'm I'm not supposed to be in there with my clients. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, that's a little weird, especially some of my first time homebuyer clients, because it's like they may have. Questions. I don't want. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to send them in. You know, I actually have some that are waiting, waiting to see. Oh, some you know what you now. could
1: do if you can't go in, you do like a FaceTime, FaceTime them. as yeah. they walk around the house. Yeah, you know. But it, I just feel I know. Like the if personal it was my in there. first yeah. house i'd want to literally touch the walls like i want to know what i'm getting <laughs> into because but you're still i mean like i said i mean a lot of people won't buy houses i mean they'll put the offer in and, and all that but the final of them buying it is for them to go into the house no. and take a look at it because i mean well, actually i have clients that have never
0: they're closing literally at the end of this week and and they've never seen the house that's crazy the wife's always like, I just really want to see my house. Wow. <laughs> so the fact that people do that, I mean, there's people out there that are doing it left and right.
1: That's amazing to me. And it's
0: different when it's an investment property, exactly. I think. Like, we we don't really care. We're like, all right, we kind of know what to expect. Right. We can handle it. But, plus,
1: because you're going to refinish it, redo right, it. Right, so right, right, Regardless right. of what may happen, sure. I mean, you know, you can do that. But if it's your house that's your primary resident, you kind of want to know what is, I, you know, Even I just, don't
0: know. you know the size of a room.
1: How do you you really know? But
0: do you really know? Yeah. Like I'd have to walk through. Right. So, I mean, that's probably the hardest part is that right now people can't can't walk through. But if they really like the house, like for this particular client, they weren't able to walk through. They walked the land. They're like, this is exactly where we want to live. Like we'll just deal with the house later. Like that was almost like second on their list. So I was like, all right, cool.
1: Do what you got to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and a bunch of houses that I've been showing lately, it's like m- multiple offers, like 20 offers. I
1: know. It's crazy because there's no inventory. Yeah, true. Because there's nowhere to – I mean, people want to buy houses because they want to take advantage of the low rates. Right, But right. they can't find a house that they want because there's none. There are none. Or if there is, it's like kind of crappy and you have to redo the whole well, thing. Well, and it's
0: like you have to pay
1: top, top dollar to for right. something that's not quite Right. Um, but then that's where you see it on the on the market for a long time because you know it's overly priced. Right, so people right. know that. So oh, and what, then it's lost. Right. Oh, it's I have the,
0: clients, though, that love those properties. Yes. Like, it's been on the market for 167 days. Like, what's up with this house? Yeah,
1: let's just wait and see. Then you can kind of yeah. offer a little bit lower than what right. the asking price is and see what you can right. get from it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, it's a big game. I, I would say, I mean, that's how we shop for houses probably, too. We're never there on the first day putting in an offer. No. I mean we're just not those kind of people.
1: I mean, that's that's I, I don't know. I mean, that's only for people who want to live in that house. Right. A turnkey you know, house
0: is different.
1: It's completely different. Again, different circumstances, different reasonings of buying the house. You know, do you want to do it as an investment, as a second home, you know? Well,
0: actually the clients that we had together, we we looked at like a bunch of properties, but we put offers in three. The first one, they loved it. We even went back to see it a second time, brought the parents everything. And we put in an offer. And it was it was what I thought was a great offer. I'm like, I'm never I don't think I'm going to be that realtor that's like, we need to go in like 10, 20 grand over. Like it wasn't like that. Um, especially for just the range of house that this was. So put the offer and it ended up
1: going for like thirty thousand dollars over asking so here's another thing so let's just say hypothetical like this client let's um, say we did that we did that so the so let's just say 250 let's just use a number yeah um the actual house was you know on the market for like 230 or 220 and then it went up for 250. this is pretty much it yeah so what happens there's a couple things that can happen either a um when you do the mortgage And the appraiser goes out. So the appraiser basically is hired by the bank. And we verify that the house is worthy of that price that you're buying it for. So if for some reason the value comes in, you know what? The appraiser goes, you know what? No. Looking at the market value of the houses in that neighborhood, it's really going to come in at 230. So what's going to happen is there's a couple choices. Number one could be either A, you negotiate with the seller and say, hey, seller, Mr. Seller, Mr. and Mrs. Seller. Even though you had the mark, you know, had it on market and I got it for two fifty, but it's really worth two thirty. Can you come down to two thirty? The seller can either say yes or no, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is either um you still love the house, you don't really care if it's two fifty, even though it's valued at two thirty. So you're basically coming up with the twenty thousand okay. dollars to the seller.
0: Right. But
1: now your mortgage amount, so the purchase price now for the bank. Is at 230 yeah so whatever down payment closing costs and taxes will be based on the 230 that has to be happening um yes and no i think it depends on the on the town like I, this was in
0: chile it was like so random
1: yeah so if it depends if the value came in you know then yeah. it might have if not then and then either the third choice is to walk away because it's too much but there's money. a lot of cash buyers out there and i'm talking like high cash buyers i'm talking like Three hundred thousand dollar homes, all cash. Right. Um, a lot of times, too, is they come in from out of town, mm-hmm. um, like Long Island, or you know where yeah. the housing market right. is it's higher cheap than ours. Here for them. So, right. So them spending three hundred, like five hundred grand, you can get a mansion. Right. You really can. For like. You know, like I had a client that came in from like Michigan and they were like on waterfront and their house, you know, was like eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars 900000 But here they could buy some, something in Pittsburgh for 500000 It's a <laughs> And it's the, a brand new mansion. <laughs> it really yeah. is. Or they'll build, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever it is. So, and then they have that cash because they sold their house yeah. and they're moving to Rochester either so for business cash, or yeah. whatever it is so they can pay cash for it. But I always tell people, you know... Instead of putting a lot of money down, I mean it's good to have equity, obviously, but the interest rates are so low yeah. that you don't really have to put twenty percent down, at all. right? Finance whatever you can. You can do minimum down. Right. You take that money and either invest it or use that money to fix up the house, or so the mm-hmm. value of your house goes up. So I always ask people those questions of why do you want? Oh, well, that's because we want to get rid of the PMI. Well, I have a solution for you. You can buy, buy the PMI it. out, yeah. so your it's monthly pretty payments simple. are lower. So. That money could range, you know, by putting 5% down versus 20. So you're not putting that 15% down, that chunk of money, you know, down. So at least it, you could save your money and put it into something else. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it, there's always ways of encouraging people to put somewhere, you know, or I, I see, so if you don't have to put all that money down, then buy a second home. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's different things that you could do. right? Yeah. Or a rental. hmm yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So there's a lot of different things that you can do.
0: Yeah, I think in general people probably just don't really know the process. So that's
1: Right. So it's my to job help to help them. that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: love it.
1: Yeah, it's fun though. It's it's fun to hear different people and different, you know, things that people wanna do. Um, like I said, it's either a fixer-upper or a turnkey, you know. And it's good to have that rapport, you know, with the people as you get – you know, you trust – they trust you. And you basically try to trust them of what they're saying to you too as well. Oh, well, yeah. Because you, know? you want to make sure that everyone's all on the same page, mm-hmm. you know. Just make sure that everyone is understanding of what the process and what what's going on through the whole entire mortgage process.
0: So if, uh, if any agents are looking to get in touch with anyone at premium or –
1: have them call Sayuko. So um, <laughs> I work at Premium Mortgage. You can give me a call. My number is five eight five seven two one six nine zero seven. That is my personal and work uh, cell phone number. Um, you could text or you know uh, call me. My email is Sayuko. It's S and Sam A Y U K O at Premium And you and can, I can contact give that me information anytime. too. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you for coming.
1: Thank you for inviting me. This was awesome. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, it's good. I know. Yeah, it's fun. So everyone, if you have a house that you're interested in, call Jasmine. Yeah. And if you need a mortgage, call Sayuka. Or if you want to refinance. Oh, and refinance. You could build, purchase, refinance, rehab, um, first-time homebuyers. We do it all. Right.
0: Or if you just want to hang out with us. Yes, or hang out. out to lunch. Yes. It
1: would be fun. Our, lunch, <laughs> be our, fun. Lunch fun. our are lunches good. are fun. Yeah, we, we do have lo- lots of fun <laughs> dates. <laughs> We eat a lot of different foods, but it's (laughs) yummy. It's yummy.